From Washington, I'm David Schultz, and this is Talking Tax. Are you a broker of securities who's legally obligated to report client data to the IRS? Don't answer that question just yet, because after listening to this episode, you might be surprised to learn that the answer is yes. The reason there's some ambiguity here is that the rules get blurry when it comes to crypto and other digital assets. There are a lot of unknowns about reporting requirements here, especially when it pertains to decentralized finance, also known as DeFi. On today's program, we'll be hearing from two people at Deloitte who think a lot about this stuff, senior manager Jonathan Cutler and tax partner Rob Massey, who, by the way, has been working in the blockchain field for 10 years. They spoke to Bloomberg tax reporter Aaron Slowey about the IRS guidance that's bringing this all into clear view. Jonathan said this all started with 2021's Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, also known as the IIJA. IIJA came in and said, we're going to settle the debate going forward. Here's a new definition of broker to include those transacting in digital assets on behalf of customers for consideration, and also included the first tax definition of digital asset, which was a big deal. Rob, I know for many years you've been struggling with, hey, where do digital assets fit in tax? And here we have the first tax code definition. And then I know there were questions about like, who is a broker? Has that been clarified yet? And are we expecting that in this next tranche of guidance? We wish it had been clarified. It's certainly still an open question, especially for some in the industry that 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 ask, well, am I effectuating a transaction on behalf of a customer when I make available a platform for trading? Uh, to our DeFi friends in the audience, am I, by creating a protocol or selling a software on which one can transact in digital assets, truly effectuating exchanges for customers? And by the way, what about for consideration. I'm not necessarily being paid a trading fee when I transact in those digital assets on the DeFi platform. So there's still a big question mark in that. Uh, Rob, I know you have some some interesting thoughts on this one. I might I might pitch over to you to, you know, talk talk a little bit about where you think DeFi might fit. Yeah, the, the, the DeFi question is a good one. And the debate started on reporting roles and that's where everybody went. Like what who is a broker? Given the nature of how uh, public blockchains work and how there are different roles and stakeholders involved in facilitating transactions different than facilitating transactions involving traditional commodities and securities, right? Because these, these networks do facilitate transactions differently. And that was one of the big debates that that actually came through the the colloquy is like, what about the validators? What about the kids? I think the reference is, what about the kids mining in their dorm rooms? Which is a really good question. What do roles like that mean when you're defining broker in this new world of facilitating transactions? And so from a practical perspective, it seems very, very challenging to impose reporting rules and it's a big open question. And Aaron, I want to answer your question directly. Did this latest tranche of guidance that we got Friday before Christmas answer our question with respect to the broker definition? No. We still don't know from a U.S. reporting perspective, what is the scope of broker? Did it include DeFi? What could be the scope? We, we still need more guidance. Right. And I know you both have talked about kind of the gray areas with the reporting requirements in the U.S. at least. Um, And we know guidance is coming, but we don't know when or how it'll land. Rob, can you talk a little bit about like, how are people preparing um, for this guidance that eventually does come? Yeah, I would say the the concept of reporting 
transactions involving digital assets is not new, simply because most taxpayers who engage in digital asset transactions are well aware that it causes a taxable event. And so they need they need the data. Uh, the they, they need to know what, what they've bought and sold. They need to think about basis. They need to think about timing. They need to think about holding period. And so most platforms today have already been working on systems to provide data to their customers to make it easy for their customers to file their own tax returns or their CPAs. How that translates to what the rules might require is a, a little different. And the rules might require different levels of basis tracking. They may require, as they were enacted, reporting transactions between brokers. And I think a lot of the, the nuances to how they're preparing is guessing you know, what the different uh, basis tracking requirements might be. I think a lot of the complexity comes into the fact that we're talking largely about fungible assets. So NFT is something different. But if you're talking about mainstream crypto and you have purchased tranches or lots of your crypto at different times at different amounts, then acknowledgement by the customer to choose which ones have I bought and sold when it's a fungible asset. We have a long history of how to deal with that concept from a securities and a commodities perspective, but the definition of securities and commodities doesn't translate super well to this topic. And so there's customers who have strong preferences about basis tracking. And so the, uh, the the platforms are all looking at ways to either, you know, facilitate those decisions by their customers, but importantly, understand how the rules might dictate how they govern which assets were bought and sold, thereby implicating the basis and the holding period. And to that end, our, our current structure, they allow you to, for example, include standing instructions with your broker. I want to always sell using the last in first out method or FIFO being the default. I want to always select the least amount of gain, the most amount of gain, right? You can do that with your broker today with securities. We're hopeful that when we get the proposed regulations that thankfully there will be uh, an open comment period before uh, for us to comment on the applicability of the regs to the broker scope and digital asset scope. We're hopeful that they include lot selection guidance, right? Because to your point, Rob, it's an incredibly important aspect of the taxpayer's ability to properly tax plan. And then I get the last question that I have for both of you is high level and kind of fun. I, it's the new year and I will start with Jonathan. It's the new year. So what are you looking forward to or interested in um, in the crypto tax space for this next year? Well, at the <laughs> possibility of being redundant here, I hopefully we'll see regulatory guidance. And now that we're past the holidays and it's a little bit less personally, you know, disruptive, I'm excited to see a, a big old swath of regulatory guidance that give us as much clarity as possible on how these rules might apply to the industry. But I, I'm also curious and excited to see how the public reacts to it, right? It, it, it cannot be undervalued here. We have been given a public statement that we will have proposed notice of rulemaking, public commentary period, public hearing, and then final regulations. That's really valuable. We don't always get such, such obvious public statements of, hey, you can stand on this. That's the plan for issuing these rules. So I am excited in the new year that hopefully we will get that guidance, right? 
uh, I'm also excited in the new year to see if this crypto winter breaks and we can get excited for uh, seeing those gains. Rob, what about you? You know, uh, 10 years in this space, um, I am excited about any new guidance. You know, we get little drips and drabs. And what we are seeing is the pace of evolution in all things blockchain and crypto is extraordinary. Regardless of what the market is doing, it seems like the innovators are innovating at an incredible pace. And while I don't expect all the regulators to run lockstep with every bit of innovation out there, um, it's nice to see when there are topics which get their attention, like information reporting, which do you see acknowledgement saying, you know, this is a big enough deal for Congress to take action and for Treasury to get involved and to be thoughtful, right? It's not pushing out a quick rev proc or rev rule or notice, but it's really being thoughtful and engagement of, of, of Treasury to produce rules thinking about the transaction flows and instances of usage, so as to bring clarity. Um, it's difficult for me to advise clients for so long with, you know, based on pure analogies, but to actually see things land in the code and in thoughtfully crafted treasury regulations, to me, that's what I'm really excited about. And there was a, a, a phrase used in the notice in December that, that seems to indicate that the regulations will be open for a comment period, which I'm super excited about. I think that is absolutely the right way to do it. The complexities here are extraordinary. So for them to allow a, a time and space and a range for advisors and taxpayers to actually lend comments to make sure that the, the situations which the, the regulations are meant to address to allow time for those situations to actually have some dialogue back and forth. Super important, very valuable. And, and I just love that that's the approach that they're taking. That was Rob Massey and Jonathan Cutler, both with Deloitte, talking with Bloomberg Tax's Aaron Slowey. And that's it for today's podcast. You can find up to the minute news and latest tax and accounting developments at our website, news.bloombergtax.com. That website, once again, is news.bloombergtax.com. Today's Talking Tax is produced by myself, David Schultz. Rachel Daigle is our editor. Our executive producer is Josh Block. From Washington, I'm David Schultz. Thanks for listening. In a global tax landscape that changes by the day, it's what you don't know that can leave you exposed. At Bloomberg Tax, we provide market-leading intelligence and practical applications to help tax professionals work smarter, faster, and more accurately. Our solutions provide the insights you need for game-changing outcomes. To revolutionize your performance in real time, the difference is Bloomberg Tax. Learn more at pro.bloombergtax.com.